Whenever you're ready. All right. Is it on? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, disclaimer. <laughs> uh, disclaimer. We're, we are not medical doctors, neither one of us, and uh, the content of this podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes and should not be considered medical advice. If you have concerns, go see a doctor. Yeah. Good contribution. <laughs> Thanks. Hello, and welcome to Bowel News. <laughs> I don't think I can do that every week. We can take turns. I don't think I can keep a straight face for that. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, Welcome. Yes, I'm Marv, and I am a person with bowels. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, I'm EJ, and I also have bowels. Neither of ours work exceptionally well, but yeah, that's why we're here. Um, this is a podcast. It sure is. Congratulations. You clicked on it. You uh, have a podcast app and you're listening to it. Um, we talk about bowels, the gastric system. That's not a thing. No. GI tract. GI tract. Yeah. yeah. We talk about that stuff. And yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> if you heard our last episode... Good for you. If you didn't, well, you're here now. Congrats. Mm -hmm. In and on the ground floor. Um, let's we we start with a term of the week. Yes. And it's not a real term. We made it up, but like, it, they're funny yes. and 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 we think people could relate. So we decided to open the show with it. The term of the week this week is the inward fart. Um, yes, I coined this one. I think you, I think you can, I think it's self-explanatory. Is it self-explanatory? Kinda. It's when, you know, you, you're trying not to fart in a public place or around other people and you, you do all the right things, you clench all the right muscles and then it proceeds to still make a noise, but it goes in instead of out. Yeah, the gas bubble happens. It's just your cheeks don't flap. Yep. And it kind of goes back up into your body. Mm -hmm. But it still makes an audible noise. So it's like... I clenched my ass for this? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, referencing the I shaved my balls for this from <laughs> Birds of Prey, which I need both shirts. I need a shirt that says both of those things. I would buy the I clenched my ass for this. Yeah. I haven't seen Birds of Prey yet, so. It's pretty good. I okay. liked it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to censor that. <laughs> no. We're talking about the GI tract. It's like part of the show. <coughs> I promise if I have any inward farts, which is just quite likely, I will bring the microphone down so that you can all bear witness. Um, commit ritual seppuku with the microphone. What? No. Seppuku? Seppuku? I don't know this word. It's, uh ninjas would commit ritual suicide oh, I thought it was some sword. weird sex thing <laughs> that's bukkake <laughs> anyway Marv is no longer welcome in my house <sighs> um 
Yeah, so that's the term of the week. Inward fart. Working in a conversation when you talk with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, this is different from last episode. We have different segments, and I wanted to try this one out because I had a very good story that I remembered after la- recording last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and the segment is going to be called Nightmare Scenario. Working title, I want to work a poop joke into there. Okay. But we're going to describe... One of us will describe a nightmare scenario and the other has to guess if it was a real thing that happened or if it's just a story. Oh boy. This week, we're going to give it to you because I don't want to lie. I don't like lying. So I'm going to tell you that this really happened. But in future bits, we're going to have to guess. Okay. Okay. So I had an interview at a thrift store. (laughs) Uh, I went back to fill out paperwork. My mom was in the car. We decided to stop at Portillo's for some food. Mm. My dad was late at work, so we ate, and then we went back in to get food. Okay. For him. Um, Parking was a fucking nightmare. Oh, yikes. So I parked. There's a Cabela's parking lot that kind of butts up next to the Portillo's. Mm -hmm. So I parked in there. Okay. (laughs) Um... So I ate my food, went back out to the car. I forget the chain of events that happened. I thought we were, I think we were going to meet my dad. And then halfway through the meal, we realized. So I was out to the car already. Okay. And then my mom went back in for food. Mm -hmm. Something in Portillo's food does not sit well with my MSG allergy. Oh no. Something set me off. So I'm in my interview clothes. Oh. In the car, waiting for my mom to get out of the zoo of Portillo's. Mm. And Cabela's is closer. <laughs> so I, you know, do the, the clenched ass run. Oh, no. Through the whole Cabela's parking lot. <laughs> and I dip into the bathroom. And I have the most liquidiest, <sighs> most stankiest, most loud poop I've ever had. Luckily, it was the dinner rush. So, like, there weren't really many people at Cabela's. Oh, that's nice. I'm wrapping up. It takes me 15 minutes to do this. But I'm wrapping up. I'm on the tail end of that 15 minutes. Uh-huh. And someone walks in. Someone walks in. And, like, I don't know if you've ever been in a Cabela's. It is a very big sporting goods store, and they have very large, I would say, oversized bathrooms. There's, like, 12 stalls. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's big, long. They're all lined up next to each other. Yeah. I'm, like, in the 8th or ninth. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty far down. Mm-hmm. She walks in the door, way nine down. Uh-huh. <laughs> she gets, like, 10 steps, less than 10 steps in, and she just goes, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's because of my poops. <laughs> Were you the only other person in there? Yeah. Because she didn't know. <laughs> was she by herself or was there someone with her? She was her? by herself. I think she thought um, the criminal, the, the person who had made the crimes with their ass had left. <laughs> but I had it. Um, yeah. So she walked in. She went, whoa. And then she, I proceeded to pull my feet up <laughs> and listen to her piss. Take a phone call. Oh, no! leave. And then I sat on that Cabela's toilet for fucking, like, a half hour at least. (laughs) And then my mom's, like, by the car because it's locked. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell? (laughs) 
True story. Okay, but why does anyone take a phone call in the bathroom? They, she thought she was alone. I think she worked there. Okay. And like, she wasn't on break. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see her. Obviously. I was too busy trying to drown myself in my diarrhea <laughs> water. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's my story, and uh, then I found twenty dollars. Oh, well, that's that's, that's not true. No. Oh. Have you ever heard that? No. Where people are like talking about something, and then they say, "And then I found twenty dollars," and it like lends credibility. Air quotes. No, I don't know things. Oh. It's a phrase. Okay. I've heard it. I believe you. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's... So do you still eat Portillo's? No. No. I mean, that was the first time we went. It was, like, the oh, first time they, first they had just opened. Last. That's why it was such a zoo, was because it had just opened. <laughs> and um, the city where I'm roughly from, next to where, where the Portillo's was, mm-hmm. when a new restaurant opens, it's a zoo. For, oh, okay. for like, six to nine months. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then it just kind of goes to normalist because... It's the only fucking thing to do. Uh-huh. So everybody goes there. That's fair. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a good story. Thank you. I, yeah. I don't know what I would have guessed if I hadn't known for sure it was true. Hmm. Probably true. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm not a good liar. Okay, I'm going to... I've got a couple good stories for that in the future, <clears> but <throat> I'm going to come up with one, yeah. too. Pepper some... It, pepper, pepper in some, some lies. lies. Yeah. I love deceit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that bit, that, um, segment, mm-hmm. if you will. Yep. And then on to our main one that, uh, we always do is the brief report. Mm. The ruin your beef briefs report, if you will. Yeah. My dog. <laughs> oh, this just happened. My dog, like 10 <laughs> minutes ago, just ate some of my underpants. So here we are. Ruined briefs report. Yes. Um, what was our topic? I just wrote down aerosolized poop. I also just wrote down aerosolized poop. Okay. So I think that was our topic. Okay. Because like last time we talked about it, we wanted to research it. Yes. Because we weren't sure if when you, bidets, when you use them, if they um, aerosolize poop. Yes. And then I was also wondering like, when you leave a toothbrush on the counter, is that like, is that bad? I think because... I'm going to go first. Okay. Go for because it. Because I was like, oh, there's a Mythbusters episode about that. Yeah. I was like, Er, season two, very early season two, mm-hmm. um, they designed an experiment. They put like 24 toothbrushes in different orientations around the bathroom. Um, Had their employees shit in there? Yes. And then every day they would get them wet. Because the idea was that the toothbrush, the, the myth was, the thing they were testing was that the toothbrush is like the perfect breeding ground mm-hmm. for bacterias. Oh, that's fair. So it wasn't about aerosolized poop, but we've gleaned some ideas from it. So wait, was it... <clears throat> they were testing about the poop, or they were just testing... They were testing to see if there were certain places in the bathroom that would be less covered in bacteria, or even if it if it if that was what happened. Oh, okay. So they every day they got it wet, mm-hmm. put toothpaste on it, wet it again, put it put it back in the same spot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For a month? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they were testing for bacteria. So the um, aerosolized fecal coliform bacteria. Ooh. That's the announcer man said that a lot. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if I spelled it right. 
Um, yeah. So that's what they were testing for. And what they found was that when you flush a toilet, there are water particles. When mm-hmm. you just flush an empty toilet, water particles do get shot up. Mm-hmm. They, there were visible ones, like on camera, that they could see, and those are large. Uh-huh. So it stands to reason that there are also smaller ones that get aerosolized by toilet flushes. Mm-hmm. What they found in their experiment was that um, the the fecal coliformo bacteria, mm-hmm. um, it ended up on every single toothbrush. Okay. Every single one. Oh. Um, in basically equal equal amounts. Oh. Um, so there's no orientation in the bathroom that you can put your toothbrush. The best thing is to cover it or put it in a drawer. Well, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> like, why don't people just put them in drawers or like... I have ADHD. I can't do that. That's fair. Um, yeah. So that is very real that the bacteria does get on there. Yeah. However, that is not poopies. Oh. Not necessarily. They didn't test for fecal matter, Mm -hmm. right? They just tested for bacteria, just using petri dishes. So it stands to reason. These are my findings from watching this and using my brain. Mm -hmm. If you had a very liquid poop Mm -hmm. or a very easily broken up poop, Mm -hmm. there's poopy in that water. Yeah. (laughs) There's poopy in that. There's poopy in that water. Yes. I mean, you can't. My scientific opinion is the water has poopy in it. Yes. And it gets aerosolized. Yeah. So is that aerosolized poop? <laughs> it's poopy suspended and water suspended in air. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's not aerosolized poop. Like you took an Axe body spray can and put poop in it and sprayed it. So, but it wasn't but, like just bacteria from mouths. No, because okay. because they used distilled water and toothpaste. They didn't actually uh, brush their teeth with it. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, <clears throat> they had to. They wouldn't have brushed their teeth forty eight times a day. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so teeny tiny poop particles could get into that water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. did people just fart? <laughs> we don't know. They didn't test that. They just had people mark a tally of what they did at one, two, or a three. A three. They accounted for runny poops. I was thinking three was like vomit. No. No. Runny poops. Hmm. But yeah, so that's the Mythbusters episode. Their um, their findings influenced our hypothesis. All right. And they didn't test. They didn't test like what actually ended up on the toothbrush. They mm-hmm. just put it on Petri dishes. Okay. So. Yeah. They didn't do like a mass spectrometer breakdown and look for poopies okay that's yeah yeah well you mentioned they didn't test for farts but i found another scientific study Mm -hmm. that did did account for farts um so i had been actually wondering about this before we decided to research this topic and i have a medical device that i need to uh sterilely take care of um it's a long story (laughs) um but it's nothing gross And the other day I was taking care of that and I farted and I was sitting there and I'm like, do I need to re-sterilize everything? Because like (laughs) fart equals air poop, right? I mean, yes, we were, I was taking my apprenticeship classes for carpentry and we were talking about PPE (laughs) and the rule is if (laughs) PPE, 
if you can smell it, you're breathing it in. Mm -hmm. And so you should know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So farts smell like poop. So there's poop in them, Mm. essentially. Yeah. Well, there's methane in it. Yeah. Um, So then I looked up, like, if there were any scientific research studies about this. And there there was. There was a research study where someone had, um, they had a Petri dish that was, um, they had their colleague just fart on it, which I was like, did you feed them really? Like, like how do you just get someone yeah. to fart? Because you can't walk around with a Petri dish, can you? I don't know. Like, I would think you would get bacteria on it just from... Yeah, wouldn't that contaminate it? Maybe they had it covered until they... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had a five centimeter distance for the fart. But And first it was clothed. Um, The colleague was clothed when they uh, farted on the Petri dish. And then they had another Petri dish that the colleague farted on. But first they dropped trow. And so it was... was That means nakey. They nakey. Um, and so they farted on it that way. And the Petri dish that was farted on naked grew bacteria. The other one did not. Mm. And so it stands to reason that just because you smell it doesn't necessarily mean you're breathing in a ton of poop particles or you're contaminating your area or whatever. Um, yeah. Which makes sense, because, like, I have really bad scent allergies, Mm -hmm. and so I have special masks that I wear, and I can still smell smells through them, but if I am breathing in something I'm allergic to, I still, like, I can smell it, but I don't react to it if I have that mask on. But you don't dealt it. What? You don't dealt it. Yes. (laughs) I can smell it, but I can't dealt. I didn't. Didn't didn't tell. Listen, it. it was funnier in my head. I was waiting so long to say it. I, it just kind of came out. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah, because I mean that's kind of like the col- not maybe not a colloquial colloquialism, but like that's something I've always heard is that like you poop, you fart, and there's little poopies in there, and that's why it smells like poopies. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, or at least not enough to like significantly. Uh, contaminate something which is good yeah i'm happy with that an interesting fact i learned this week Mm -hmm. is that um when you get small particles like bacteriums or small like that small like micrometers Mm -hmm. um that if all the air was shut off in a room Mm -hmm. there was no airflow they would it would take them like a month to reach the ground whoa yeah because they're so small wow and the air they're so much smaller than the air particles oh my goodness yeah. So I, th- I found that very interesting. Yeah. Because then obviously I'm always thinking about farts. <laughs> Why do fart smells dissipate so fast? Yeah. You would think that would stick with you. Is it because there's airflow and it pushes it around and it sticks, it, it dissipates and sticks to other stuff? I w- that would make sense. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause there's a flow. Yeah. It's like flowing away. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like when you throw a ping pong ball in the wind and it goes, phew! Yes. Bye. But the fart smell in clothing, it don't go nowhere. It stays. Don't go nowhere. Gotta wash that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna do that every time we accidentally say shit? Yes. Okay, good. Um, okay, and then the other thing I was curious about with aerosolized poop was bidets. Right. Because we had talked about that last time. Yeah, that's time. how it came up. Yeah. 
And there isn't a ton of research on that specifically. There was one article that I read that had like a mild to moderate amount of evidence. It wasn't like super well designed, but um, there is some evidence that there's not a significant amount of poop that is aerosolized when you use a bidet that's attached to your toilet. Um, and they actually said that bidets that are their own appliance are more unsanitary than mm. ones that are attached to, their t- to the toilet. And I can't remember the reasoning for that, but <laughs> but I did hear a very interesting term in my research. <laughs> and that was latent poop. Oh, that's not what I thought it was. That's terrible. <laughs> so... When you're using a bidet, I've only used one like once or twice, but apparently when you're using a a bidet, it can stimulate you to release latent poop. And so there's like extra poop that you're releasing when so the water the water jet is going (laughs) you're currently pooping yes and so depending on how liquid that is that could significantly um that would aerosolize some poop yes i think the more i think about it and the more i use my brain that has knowledge in it from high school science Mm. the more we talk about it the more i'm unlocking yes (laughs) and i think i think you can aerosolize I think that's why you can't, like, aerosolize everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, like, yes, Pam is aerosolized butter or whatever it is. Cooking, cooking oil. But yeah. it's not... You're just shooting air over it really fast. It's not technically aerosolized. Mm-hmm. So I think poop particles are big because they're complicated because there's a lot in there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, bacteria, that's a single-cell organism. Mm-hmm. Or not... Bacteria is an organism. Mm -hmm. So that is easier to aerosolize, which is why it gets fucking everywhere on your toothbrushes in the Mythbusters episode. Whereas poop particles are much bigger and complicated than air. So they can't like mingle as much. That makes sense. That's my hypothesis. Mm -hmm. It's not even a hypothesis. Um, That's just kind of what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So I didn't learn shit in... I didn't learn anything in high school science. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Christian homeschool science is like, this is why global warming doesn't really exist. And you're like, this is not a well-designed study. Dinosaurs are fun. Mm-hmm. But not real. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, fun stuff. Anyway. <laughs> I think to aerosolize poop, to truly get it into, like, a spray form, I think... You would need like a hose and you not could, like a bidet. You would need get more the, pressure, the more water. And the water, you blenderize it yeah, and you yeah. spray it through a hose yeah, and yeah. then you can aerosolize it. Yep, that's aerosolized poop. Or you just flush the toilet when there's diarrhea water. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Close your lids. I think what we have learned... Close the lid before you splash. Freaking... Why does anybody not do that? I don't understand. I walk into the bathroom... Because you're doing... I think it's an efficiency thing. Where you reach up, you flush, and then you close it. I have never understood... Like, I used to not close the toilet. And then I learned about poop particles. And then I have always since... Anytime there is a toilet with a lid... Unless it's a public restroom. 
I have closed it. Interesting. I might start doing that. Yeah. Because I have ADHD and I can't put my toothbrush away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. One or the other. Put the toothbrush away or close the lid. So we are about halfway through. If you want to switch gears. Yeah. Or did you have more things about aerosolized poop? Nope. That's it. Okay. I want to TM, TM, TM. Mm-hmm. Axe body spray. But instead of scents, it's poop. Mine. TM. Copywritten. No oh. one else take it. Oh, yeah. For pranks. Yeah. Or like a tear gas canister mm-hmm. that does poop. Anyway. It's Solid. mine. I like that. Solid. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> liquid. It's <laughs> um, so our next thing is we talk about a fun, wacky, inflatable... Wait, no. Inflatable? A fun wacky fun product related to poops yes and we would be remiss if we did not mention the squatty potty it is the the beacon of hope for (laughs) constipated people everywhere people who have difficult poops yes when did you first learn about the squatty potty Um, i think i saw like an infomercial Mm -hmm. like a million years ago i think i was in like high school yeah, I think that's probably when I heard about it, too. Yeah. And, like, at first I thought it was stupid. Mm-hmm. And then I had a difficult poop. <laughs> and then I tried, you know, just lifting my legs. And you know what? To this day, I still, like, kick my legs up to the door because <laughs> the door is right across from me. I don't close the door because I live alone. Yeah. Who closes the door? Um, Maybe you should because of all the... Yes, fuck! <laughs> um, anyway... Yeah, so I, I I put my feet on the door and go ah the whole time. So <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I learned about the the mechanics of a squatty potty fairly early because, as I've mentioned before, <laughs> I was born constipated, and when I was a small child, I would just lift my little heels up to the toilet seat and squat on the toilet seat and do my business. What are you doing, child? Pooping, leave me alone, mother. <laughs> I've got some great stories from my childhood pooping adventures. Did anyone ever, like, see it happen? I don't think they saw that happen, oh. but there were a lot of things that were seen. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very constipated child. That's um, unfortunate. But yeah, the squatty potty is like a, a stool that you put <laughs> stool <laughs> um, that you put in front of your toilet and you put your feet on not only in front of your toilet it kind of wraps around so you yes. can actually squat like i have an ikea footstool like step stool mm-hmm. um that i have attempted to use as a squatty potty and it is no good because you can't get your feet close enough mm. so that's the engineering behind it is that it wraps around the toilet so you can get good tuck you know like form 10 out of 10 Olympic form. I always forget that not everybody has hypermobile hips and can just like put their heels on the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, no, I would die if I did that. Yeah. 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 Oh, wasn't it on Shark Tank? Probably. I think that's why it went so viral. I think you're right. Yeah. Because people thought it was the stupidest thing. And then people tried it and they were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's actually really good. Yeah, because it's just, it's so simple, but it's also, like, nothing else in the world does it. Yeah. And well, except actually squatting. Yeah, exactly. But we don't squat anymore because we have plumbing. Well, and American, like, 
muscles, ligaments, tendons, tendons. We're not used to squatting, and so yeah. they're they're very tight. And in other parts of the world, they have squatted for for a long time to go to the bathroom. But also, they just like squat to hang out. Like in yeah. in Russia, you don't sit on the floor because they think your ovaries will freeze and you will become infertile, or okay. or your balls will freeze and then you'll become infertile or whatever. But they, sounds fake, but okay. They, uh, yeah. Um, so they squat if they if they don't have a seat and they're tired, then they squat, and it's like a so thing. So it's like they're crisscross applesauce. Yes. Wild. Yeah. Like I knew there was more squatting, and I knew that there were people who had different tendon flexibilities, but I didn't know that it was like a huge thing like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I just. I'm thinking of, like, all the elementary school days where we sat crisscross applesauce in a circle. Mm. I'm just picturing walking into a Russian classroom and seeing 30 children <laughs> squatting and going, hello. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know what they do for, like, preschool and stuff. I should ask my sister and brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, you did some research? I did. Okay. Because I have a couple things, but I couldn't find them. So the formal name for a squatty potty type device is a defecation postural modification device and there oh, has I wish been I was dead there has been formal research on this um so, yeah yeah so it like it straightens out your colon mm-hmm. the end of your colon and allows the poop to exit more uh, aerodynamically yeah, so basically when you sit normally, like on a toilet, your colon kind of does like a, not necessarily a 90 degree angle, mm-hmm. but a pretty sharp turn right before the end. Okay. Um, and then when you squat, like the Neanderthals did, like we've evolved to do, and then recently in like the last hundred years, we decided to sit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when you do that, it unkink- it undoes that angle. So it's not as sharp. Okay. So it's kind of like how dogs squat to poop. That makes sense. Yeah. So it like straightens out your colon and then it just kind of like frees up that traffic zone. Nice. And most of the time when you have normal poops, it doesn't really matter because they're soft enough or your colon is relaxed enough or whatever. People have soft poops. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shocking. But when, but when you have difficult poops, like some of us, um, that, that sharp turn really clogs things up. Okay. Um, in the, in the formal research, they found that defecation postural modification devices, uh, concluded, like, when people used them, they had more complete emptying of the colon. I don't think they measured that. I think they just, like, asked people, do you feel like you really, like... You got it out? You got it out, or do you feel like there's still some in the, in the chamber? (laughs) Um, and then they, they... Yep, they found a better colon position. They did actually do imaging where they mm-hmm. looked at people's, like, colons, which... I watched them poop. Yeah. From inside. Which is disturbing to me. But also, I want to see it. <laughs> Gosh. That's just so interesting. <laughs> and there was also um, less bleeding, uh, apparently. Okay, <laughs> I've had some difficult poops. I don't think I've ever had bloody stools. Well, there's a like difference between, bleeding. like, bloody stools Neither. and bloody butthole. Yeah, I've never had bloody butthole. Oh, you... <laughs> That's good. Last time it was hemorrhoids where we wanted to kill each other. Yeah. So this time I get... I'm lucky. 
Yeah. <laughs> you look like you want to cry. <laughs> the last time I talked to my doctor about this, she wanted to send me to butthole physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Did I give you like a... They put like a, a measuring <laughs> device in your butthole and they do biofeedback to like tell you how hard you're clenching it. <laughs> Tell you to relax. They give you like the forearm strengtheners that you squeeze, but miniature and stick it up your butthole. Well, you don't want to squeeze. You want to like relax and let it loose and not strain. I can't. You just put a medical butt plug inside of me. Exactly. I was like, I will take the butthole bleeding. Thanks. (laughs) I'd rather bleed every once in a while than do that. Yes. I mean... And if anybody does that, I'm so happy for you and proud of you because take care of yourselves. But that sounds horrible. I would I would commit. Yep. Like, what do they do with that information? Do you have to, like, get poppers or whatever? Poppers? Um, like that party drug that gay gay men use that relaxes their buttholes. More sex. I didn't know about this drug. I think it's called poppers. Okay. I am not a gay man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, anyway. What was I saying? Oh, is it, do, would they give you poppers? Like, prescription poppers so you can poop better? I guess they could. I mean, they'd probably just give you, like, a muscle relaxant. Is it, like, preparation H, but, like, preparation time to poo? Preparation butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you, like, watch your... I mean, there's not a camera, but like you watch the the biofeedback on a screen, and they'll be like, "You're you're clenching too hard." Unclench. Yeah. Wow. Which would make me clench harder. Yeah, exactly. Frankly. Like I don't I don't think they think that that's the, the solution that they think it is. Yeah. And also, how bad does your butthole have to bleed to for you to be willing to do that? Pretty bad. Like it must be like every a couple times. Or, like, every time. Yeah. Like, yikes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, along with the squatty potty positioning, there was this doctor on TikTok that was... I don't even know what they're called. Mm-hmm. Where they, like, deal with bowels and the digestive system. and GI like, doctor. GI doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would talk about how to poop mm-hmm. <laughs> on TikTok. It was great. Um, I did some research into it today. Could not fucking find her could not fucking find anything hmm. it was wild i think she either deleted or got banned or something okay um but she would talk about how even if you don't have a squatty potty just leaning forward if you're having a difficult poop is mm-hmm. good oh. um because it also can kind of straighten your your the sit with a straight spine and lean forward okay and then um if you're don't push you fill up your belly with air mm-hmm and then when you're breathing out, you bring your rib cage down to your hips on the exhale. Huh. And you kind of do it in unison, and that's supposed to kind of help. Interesting. It helped a couple times. I don't know if I did it right, but... I have chronic proprioception issues, so I would probably need somebody to guide me through it, which ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know... 
for what it's worth, I'll pass that on. I don't know if she was a real doctor because people lie on the internet all the time. True. But sounds like solid advice. Yeah. And like minimally harmful, even if it's fake. Yeah. It, it just gives you something to do. Yeah. But don't push mm-hmm. because that's how you get hemorrhoids. Oh. Well, along with other factors, but yeah, don't, don't push. Okay. Fair enough. What you think is pushing? Don't do it. <laughs> um, trying to think of other things she said. Because there's obviously the posture, straightening out your bowel, don't push, do that. Mm-hmm. Well, eat more fiber mm. if you have difficult poops or less. Yeah. I love how <laughs> the advice for different kinds of poop ailments is either do this or don't. Yeah. Or do the opposite. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just hit my microphone. Or it's like, do this or you'll make it so much worse and don't do whatever. Yes. For me, uh, more fiber equals more bulk equals bleeding butthole. Mm. So. Interesting. My dog has had more interesting poops than me this week. Mm. Um, Is she, she still having liquid diarrhea? No. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, so my dog, I adopted her about a month ago. Um, she was treated for heartworms before I got her. When I got her, they said she's free and clear. I gave her her last dose of medication. She took it every 12 hours. I gave her her last one. They were like, hey, she's good to go after that. I was like, cool. And then I take her to the vet a month later for her, you know, initial visit that Mm -hmm. you have to do. And they were like, well, she still has heartworm. And she has two other kinds of worms. And that affects the poopies. So they gave her probiotics to help regulate because she was pooping like six times a day. Poor baby. Yeah. And it was just, the first one was fine. And then it was straight liquid. Oh. So got on probiotics. We got on some blast them, kill the heartworm medications, mm-hmm. two of them. And that's helped her poop less. Okay. But her first poop is like totally normal. Great. Mm-hmm. Her second poop starts normal. And then it's like a gradient to oh, diarrhea. This is what I call constipated diarrhea, where it's <laughs> first constipation and then the diarrhea is backed up behind and it's ready to go. But you got to get through the constipation first. But it's, it's first. not like diarrhea. It just slowly gets less and less healthy looking. <laughs> and then today she did this thing. She's a, she's a weird pooper. So she, like, walks up to a spot. She's like, mm, I think I want to go here. And then she gets, like, very unsettled. And she, like, moves her feet so much and constantly. All four feet are individually. And she's squatting. And her butthole is prolapsing. And she's, like, doing it. But she's like, I still haven't picked a spot yet. And she's, then she, like, <laughs> in distress. She's, like, she can't pick a spot. Oh. So then she, like, she picks a spot and then she settles. And today she, like, was still squatting. And then she moved over. And then went liquid poop and then moved over and then like a single like <laughs> half inch like little teardrop came out of her, her, her butthole. <laughs> Why? Why is this what you do? Have you have, has anyone ever watched her do this and like been like you're the person whose dog is like diarying <laughs> all over this? <laughs> She only poops on one side of my apartment building (laughs) because I can't get all of it up every time. There's like spots of just absolutely dead grass and it wasn't super noticeable for the last few weeks, but now everything started bouncing back. (laughs) It's terrible. I feel bad, but it's like, do 
anything. No. I'm not going to make a poop in my house. <laughs> no. That would be horrendous. <sighs> anyway. That's intense. Oh, I just... Dog poop update. Yeah. Dog poop update. Her poops are promising. So I think the worms are in their death throes. Mm. So hopefully she'll be healthy soon. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> nice. Excuse me. Um... I'm just sitting here farting if you can hear that. <laughs> we finished kind of early. We didn't have as much on aerosolized poop because it's not really a thing. It's all right. I can I can mention that my farts have been real bad this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did you, you say? I'm sorry if I smell horrendous. Yeah. That was the first thing I said when I walked in. <laughs> uh, and it's because it's the kind of farts that, like, stay in your pants. Like... They're gone. There's no, uh-huh. there is no physical matter in my pants, but the smell is. Lingers. It's bad. Like. It remains. It smells like I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I swear I did it. I don't think, but I know that it smells like mm-hmm. I do, did. But I did. But I didn't, I promise. Yeah. I, I had some force like that one time. <laughs> I, I made some questionable meal prepping decisions and mm. I ate the same thing that was questionable for like six meals straight. That's my life right now. Yeah. Um. And so I farted so bad in my blankets that I had to wash them because the smell was not airing out. Yep. Um, it's a bad time. It's not great. It's... And you know what? I don't understand that because yeah. we just talked about poop particles and like how it's fine. But like... It's fine because you're clothed. I was clothed. Mmm. Mmm. Good point. Yeah, like what part of the fart stuck to my blankets <laughs> so bad that I had to wash them the next day? There's gotta be some poop particles. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Because they were kind of wet sounding farts. Oh. <laughs> And because I was home, I didn't have a dog yet. I just let him rip. I still let him rip. Yeah. I, I pointedly look at my dog. <laughs> Did she react? <laughs> she wasn't paying attention and she flinched. <laughs> and she dropped her bone. Um, She's like, Father, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she, um, there was one time I did it and she was looking at me mm-hmm. and then she turned away to give me side eye. <laughs> It's like, all right. <laughs> so it's that kind of day, huh? But she farts too. Yeah. It's. Is it bad? I make her sit to receive her food. Mm-hmm. You know, sit, wait, and then I tell her she can get it. Mm-hmm. And she's on the linoleum for this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she farts and her little butthole is pressed right against the no! It's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> It's like a fart, but like very unnaturally sharp. Like what an AI think a fart thinks a fart sounds like. Okay. So like, <laughs> but like softer. Yeah. Because it's like a regular fart, but it's just against. It's a sharper way. quality. It's terrible. <laughs> One last thing before we go. Sure. Um. You ever had the kind of fart that, like, stays a bubble? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, I just had a moment of clarity where we were talking about farts for the last 15 minutes. Okay, go ahead. 
<laughs> as I've been farting. Uh, <laughs> um, do you ever have the kind of fart that stays a bubble and like travels up the back of your pants? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, like like I know what you're describing, but I. To me, it feels like it's going up my butt crack. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like... And you fart out the top of your butt crack. Yes. It's terrible. It's like, where's it going to pop? <laughs> you should put a tally on your butt crack where every time, like, make a hash mark. Get tattooed. <laughs> I hate them because... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. I don't realize I'm itchy, mm-hmm. and then it goes up my butt crack to like the top, and I'm like, that itch something that I didn't know was itchy, <laughs> and nothing I can consciously do will ever make it feel that good after I've it- itched it. You know, quote mm. unquote itch. Yep, that's fair. I'm and just... then I, I guess I'm just always worried when that happens that it's not a fart because. I have shat my pants too many times <laughs> as an adult to to. I don't trust a single fart anymore. No. <sighs> on that note. Yeah. On that note. Uh, thanks for listening to. Excuse me. One second. While I do this. Thank you for listening to Bowel News. It's <laughs> the most unenthusiastic. <laughs> you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Bowel news. <laughs> Was Very that good. better? Very good. Okay. Um, yeah. So we've got <coughs> Twitter. We've got uh, other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't set any of it up yet. So editing EJ's message from last episode will also go right about here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's so right. Past EJ. Hi. This is editing EJ coming at you live recorded on september 2nd the first episode of this program was recorded on april 30th so uh we're professionals any hoosers um we made so many things where you can access us uh social media just twitter basically so twitter.com slash now i done gone and forgot it so, editing EJ is going to have to jump in again. Bowel News Pod. I had to Google it. I had to Google my own freaking Twitter account. Um, yeah, so you can go follow us on Twitter. It's our little album cover. Cute little king poop. Um, that album cover was drawn for us by our very good friend. On Also on Twitter. At Nomi Eggs. N-O-M-I-E-G-G-S. She's great if you want a commissioner. Give her a follow. She doesn't post art very often, but I think she's just swell. Go to bit.ly forward slash bowel news. That has become our house for our website. We have a Google site where we'll post basically links to our social media, links to a couple other things where you can listen to us. We'll have a nice long list of all the different apps you can listen to us on. Um, if you don't see yours, let us know. All that good stuff. If you like, subscribe, uh, comment, share, that would help us a bunch because that helps us get outside of our circle of people that we can influence. So it lets the algorithm know that, hey, this is a real podcast that people listen to. And so that would help us a ton. 
yeah. So, Bowel News Pod, bit.ly forward slash Bowel News. Like, share, subscribe. You know the drill. Okay, I'm going to throw it back to past us, and they're going to do some more funny poop stuff. Yay, poop stuff. Okay, bye. Thanks, me. <laughs> and might I say, you're looking you're handsome sounding today. so very handsome. Is that a new shampoo? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what that. Why? Why would the shampoo affect how I sound? Yeah, I, I could. Because I drank it. Yes, that's it. Cool. Um, yeah, tune in next time for Bowel News. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> ¶¶